Welcome to Public Domain Video Theater presented by the great detectives of old time radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you'd like to send a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for uh, Boston Blackie. The original air date on this episode is December the 26th of 1952. This is season two, episode 11, So Was Goliath. Danger, excitement, adventure. Boston Blackie. Enemy of those who make him an enemy. Friend of those who have no friends. Yes, sir. That's Boston Blackie, and he's quite a guy. For those of you who may just have tuned our way, that's Sid the Legal Eagle Catherine in the light trunks. Maxie Roach in the dark. Neither boy's been down. This one's a corker. Action all the way. And that's the end of round five. Of course, this is unofficial, but I'd score a capper with a slight edge in that frame. We're looking at Sid Capper, the legal eagle. The man working on that cut over Sid's eye is Gabby Stantz, one of the most popular managers in the fight game. Gabby has brought his boy along very fast. Going into tonight's fight, Sid has won 18 straight and is definitely in contention for a shot at the champion. Capper is one of the most colorful youngsters in the ring today. He's a senior at the state law school, and after he hangs up his gloves, legal eagle Capper is going to practice law. There's anything left of him after he hangs up his gloves. Here we are going into round six. The boys are circling, looking for a chance to land that Sunday punch. They don't know when to quit, Jenny. He wouldn't be in there now if he did. What do you mean? Sid should never have gone into the ring. Not professionally. He gave the Army six years of his life. He, he could have made part of that up by at least getting his law degree under the GI Bill. Not Sid. He's got to do everything the hard way. They're really mixing it up in there now. This can be anybody's fight. He knows what he's doing, Jenny. That's just it, Mary. He doesn't. After every fight, I can see more of a change in him. Not just more scar tissue over his eyes. It goes deeper than that. He's getting more and more indifferent to his main chance. You mean law school? If he slips much more, he's going to be out altogether. Mary, I love this guy. I can't just sit by and watch him destroy himself. <laughs> That was a vicious right cross that winged the legal eagle. This could be the fight. I can't stand it. Every time I see him get knocked down, I... Harry, what am I going to do? Easy, honey. There's a way that there must be. Maybe we can get Blackie to talk to Sid. Come on, Sid. Across that right. Come on. Come on, Sid. Jab, jab. Across your right. That's my pal. Come on, Sid. Jab, jab. That's right. Jab. Four. 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 
alone, kid. I knew you could take him. You didn't have me worried for a minute. Great boy you got there, Mike. Unless I miss my guess, the legal eagle will be our next champion. You sure know how to pick him, boss. Good fight, Sid. Now make it fast. I'll wait for you outside. Thanks, Blackie. I'll make it fast. We're in, Mr. Bishop. One more setup, and he meets the big one. Shut up. Did you say something, Mr. Bishop? I said shut up. Hi, Mary. How'd they look in television? Fine. Oh. Hiya, Whitey. Hiya, Jenny. Sorry we're so late, but you know how it is. Everybody wants to get into the act with a winner. A winner? Did you win, Jenny? Sure I won. Don't tell me you didn't watch the fight. I watched it until you got knocked down. Uh, you missed the best part. I took him to the next round. What's the matter, baby? You sorry I didn't lose? Well, are you? No, of course I wanted you to win. But, but what? What Jenny's trying to say, Sid, is she'd like this to be the last time you had to win. Oh, so that's it. She's been talking to you, too. What do you do with a girl like this? All I'm making is money. I told her a hundred times when I graduate, I'll quit the ring. One more year and I'll quit. One more year, then two more years, then ten more years. You're going to end up with a cauliflower brain. My girl, she really punches. But clean. I've been wondering about that too, Sid. What do you want out of the ring? Championship? Is that bad? Champ hangs up gloves and hangs out shingles. I kind of like the sound of that, Blackie. It's okay if you mean it. But let's look at the other side of the coin. No jury's going to buy what you have to say just because you're an ex-champ. So? It's your life. I had to see you crowded. Or your luck. You might be better off listening to Jenny. Quit now while your thinking gear and profile's intact. Just like that. You think I can say sorry, fellas? No more fights. Can't you? No, Mary. It's not that easy. Why not? It's Gabby, my manager. Hard luck situation, and he, he's got me boxed in. Well, I, I think he's a great guy, but, but he's gotten himself hooked up with Andrew Bishop and... Bishop? The attorney? Say, yeah, that's right. I saw him in your corner after the fights. Why, he's a pillar of society. He's a rock. Talk to Gabby. Maybe I'll talk to him. Come on, Mary, I'll take you home. Blackie. Yeah? It won't do you any good. Bishop's a big man. So is Goliath. You really think Sid's in trouble? I think somebody could make trouble for him. You'd better be careful. You might wind up a punching bag. I promise you one thing. If I don't find out something in one year, I quit. In the meantime, I'm going to look up Andrew Bishop. Hey, what are you waiting for? And you can tell him I want him to pay up within 10 days. Right. Yo. Who? Boston Blackie. Send him in. <clears throat> well, Boston Blackie, what can I do for you? Well, this isn't a professional visit, Mr. Bishop. I'm here because of a friend of mine. Murder or misdemeanor? <laughs> Neither. I'm aware of your interest in sports, particularly fighters. Specifically, Sid Capper. What about Sid? 
Can he get out? I beg your pardon? I mean quit as of now. Stop fighting. He can be champion within a year. Why should he want to stop? His schooling's in jeopardy. He has plenty of time for books later on. After last night, he's number one candidate for middleweight. If <laughs> he can get past Spoiler Garrett. You own Spoiler. That's common knowledge, isn't it? Guilty. Spoiler's supposed to be over the hill. It's still tough enough for the new boys to go through to get a chance at the champ. That's what it says in the sports pages. But I don't think the sports pages say that you own a piece of Sid. And that you'll have an interest in both fighters. Really, Blackie, you know the rules. The commission frowns on that sort of thing. That's my point. I merely drew up the ownership papers. Perfectly legal. I don't doubt that, but who owns it? The papers are on file with the commission. You're at liberty to see them. Names don't mean a thing. Queen of England could put Canada in Philip's name. Sid's owners have advanced money to further his career. Grooming a fighter is just as much a business as grooming a racehorse, you know. I see. And if Sid wants to get out, he has to pay up. How much? Sid knows the figure. However, his backers aren't pressing him. You can remain a friend to Sid by not disturbing him. As for his desire to become an attorney, I'll gladly help him at any time. I'm in Sid's corner. Yeah, and it's overcrowded. What about this blanky character? Forget him. We're covered. Hiya, boys. Hiya, I want to talk to you, Gabby. How much do you owe Bishop? You better keep moving, Sid. How much, Gabby? Over 5,000. What did you fill his gloves with? Gold? When did this start? Right after Sid took out the Baltimore kid 16 months ago. The kid was Bishop's boy, but Sid was too sweet for him. Well, Bishop contacted me and said he represented certain interests and they wanted to buy into Sid. I said no. Sid was doing okay. Bishop said he'd do better. That his boys were well connected. Well, anyway, he got over that if Sid didn't fight for him, Sid don't fight, period. You never told me, Gabby. I was scared. Well, I went along anyway. I wanted another champ before I went to my grave. I guess I let you down, kid. Okay, Pop, okay. If I had the dough, I'd pay up. No guts. Ginny doesn't understand. Sid, you came up awfully fast. How do you know some of the boys didn't die for you? Hey, now, wait a minute. Never mind the pride. How would you know? How about you, Gabby? You don't think any of them would talk, do you? We need affidavits to take to the commission. Not suspicions. Bishop's smart enough to cover up. Then he'll have to be drawn out. With what, a magnet? Maybe I'll take a dive to get out from under. Bishop tells me you're going to fight Spoiler Garrett. Can you take him? The contender's confident. Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe what? Well, maybe Bishop's putting too much property in one ring. Maybe. Just maybe. Thank you. 
Yeah? Are you Michael Temple? Could be. What's on your mind? Well, I'm a friend of Sid Caffer's. I want to have a talk. Talk? Well, I want to know if you're the Michael Temple who holds his contract. Don't know no Sid Caffer. Don't know anything. But I just... Hello, Mr. Bishop. This is Mike. Blackie just left here. Okay. Oh, Scott. You writing ever good in your paper? Yeah, but good. How do you figure to take out Kappa, spoiler? Well, I'm going to work over to his left, get in close, and rip his kisser to pieces. He's got too much style, a fancy band college board. He's got a mean left. Yeah, but it keeps it too high. Circle him in one, two. Hiya, Maxie. What happened to you in the Kappa fight? Before the sixth round? After the sixth round. Don't remember a thing. Hello, Blackie. See, you got here what's on your mind. How do you like the Capper Garrett fight? Uh, 50 50. You got to give the spoiler an edge. He's too ring wise. Bishop owns him. <laughs> Is that news? But he also owns Sid Capper. What? Now, don't say a thing. Keep it out of your column. I can't prove it. Neither can Capper. We figure Garrett to die. Commission would love to get the teeth into that. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. Swell. I'll see you around. Hiya, spoiler. You a reporter? Well, you could say I'm looking for a lead. I'll flatten him in eight. Might be the other way around. Not if we're in the ring alone. You won't be. You mean the referee? I mean Bishop. See you at the fights. That was some bill. Feels familiar. It's what you think it is. Oh, oh, excuse me. Mary, I guess you'll have to go along. Show last year. What do you think of my table? I like your horses. <laughs> uh, sometimes the boys get overzealous. Phone call would have done just as well. I might have gotten the wrong number. Besides, I figured talking here would be more conducive to results. Blackie, I uh, I admire a man who doesn't fight easily. Sit down. I'll put that in my girl graduate book. Now, put this down, too. A brave man can be very foolish. Blackie, I resent your interference. Now, we can be reasonable men, businessmen. 
Sid is a... He's valuable property. After all that hard work, I don't want some wild swinging hayseed knocking him out of the picture with a sudden right. Granted, he's got all it takes. Nevertheless, it befits good merchandise. He's protected, nurtured, brought along. But he isn't a piece of furniture. Ah, oh, don't be naive. Sid wears good clothes, eats good food, has money in the bank. A lot of kids his age have far less. Only he doesn't own himself. Blackie, you're very stubborn. All right. How much will you take? Now, you're being naive. I said I didn't want to be drastic. Now, you've surmised the Spoiler Garrett situation. It's a very important fight. All parties concerned need peace of mind. Well, what do you think? I think your girlfriend might be badly scarred if acid were thrown in her face. Blackie, you're a hard man to deal with. 38 slug would be hard. Telephone, Mr. Bishop. All right, I'll get it inside. Bring him in, Mike. All right. Yeah? Who? Inspector Faraday. Where is he? Send him in. Faraday's out there. Take him out. I'll make up your mind. Well, Spectre, what can I do for you? I'm looking for Boston Blackie. I don't believe I know the gentleman. He was picked up by two men in a sedan this afternoon. The young lady who was with him reported the license number, and it's registered in your name. Hmm. Now, you weren't over at your office, so I thought I'd come over here. Uh, I'm sorry I can't help you, Inspector. Have a cigar? Thanks. Good afternoon. Tough luck, Blackie. Boss just conned your cop friend out of there. Well, your girlfriend is very much on her pretty little toes. I hope Faraday made an equal impression. Mr. Bishop, you forgot to give me a light. Hello, Blackie. Want to swear out a warrant? Ah, uh-huh. let's get out of here. You lied to me, Counselor, and I won't forget it. No word from Jenny? Mac has been calling her every 15 minutes. Now relax, kid. This is a big night for you. I say nothing until I see Andy Fisher. You'll see him. What's this all about, Blackie? Kappa, you know anything about the fights being fixed? What? That's crazy talk. My boy is clean. Spoiler isn't. Hey, wait a minute. You guys realize the fight's tonight, right now? You're breaking the rules coming in here like this. Bishop's breaking bigger rules. Spoiler, this is your last chance to clear yourself. Bishop's in hot water, dirty hot water. Cobb's going to break the story and the commission's going to clean house. You can say that again. You're going to die tonight, aren't you? What are you talking about? I could flatten this punk. Hey, wait a minute. Five years ago, he didn't belong in the same ring with me. I could take you five years ago and I'll take you tonight. Well, it's eight to five. You'll be out. Quarter to ten. Listen, punk. You've been fighting nothing but setup since the Baltimore kid. What? Let him finish. Bishop has greased you all the way. But this is as far as you go. You're fast. You're flashy. But right now, you couldn't mix it with a cigar store Indian. Better. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
Crowd paid 660, and these two jokers are beating up on each other down here for nothing. Where I go? Come on, take it out. I'm gonna knock you stiff. Whose crazy stunt is this? You buying and selling me. What? Come on, get out. Very serious charge, Mr. Bishop. You can count on a commission to impound tonight's purses after they read my story. Preposterous. I'll sue your paper for slander and character assassination. You can do better than that, Bishop. Just let these two boys fight to a finish in the ring. May the best man win. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, at ringside. Both boys are setting a fast pace in the bell, throwing everything they've got. This isn't a boxing match. No, this is a grudge fight. Listen to that crowd. Do they love it? Do they ever? Both men are in superb condition, but human flesh can take just so much. There are only seconds to go in this seventh round, but that body attack of Spoiler Garrett is beginning to tell on Capper. been fighting on Queer Street for the past two rounds. Just unadulterated courage. Capper's hurt. This could be it. The wind-up of a magnificent display of courage. Spoiler is setting him up for the kill. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's out. the idea, Blackie. Keep him up. I thought I'd find you gentlemen here. But of course. We came back to congratulate our boy on his victory. This I want to see. You shall. Stand over there, please. Keep your hands above that pointed head. Should be along any minute now. Take a little time for his friends to congratulate him. Shut that door and lock it. Good fight, spoiler. Get dressed. We'll go out on the town. Miss Warner, better not keep the boss waiting. Isn't every day he picks up the check for a double cross? Shut up, you. What could I do? I couldn't take a dive in a seven like you said. The reporter knew all about it. And this guy here, everybody heard him say I was to do a tank job for Kappa. Shut up and get dressed. Don't dress too fancy, spoiler. Any old shroud will do. This is where you make your stand. You walk out of here with Bishop and those two gunsels and you walk to your grave. Shut up. You talk too much. I told you I wouldn't forget you, Counselor. 
Who's your friend, Blackie? Mike Cavill, and he's all yours. As a matter of fact, you hit the jackpot. He's Exhibit A, and I think Spoiler will be the DA star witness. You can count on me, Inspector. There was a great boxing lesson you gave me tonight, Spoiler. You're not bad yourself. You got plenty of heart. Thanks. Now it all belongs to Jenny. Well, there he goes, and I thought I had a champ. Or Gabby. I got a good prospect for you. A heavyweight? Bannon. Who? Inspector. Welcome back. The boxing story was practically a subgenre of the uh, detective story. In fact, I don't think it would be a stretch to imagine that this was one of the most common types of cases uh, that classic radio, television, and movie detectives faced. What I like about So Was Goliath is that it does make some uh, twist. Usually, the young boxer is being pushed to throw the fight, and uh, his career depends on him winning it. And here we're given a big mix in motivation, and even in what we want to see. In a way, it's a good ending when the young law student gets uh, beaten and uh, is able to return to law school and get out of the ring. Emery Parnell is really good here as Bishop. He is a guy who really does portray this great image of uh, respectability, but shows his brutal side pretty quickly. It doesn't take him long to escalate things to threatening to throw acid at Mary Wesley. The veneer of respectability actually makes him a little bit more menacing. The only bad thing was that you never sue a reporter for slander, you sue him for libel. That's actually been used as a clue on other mystery shows that someone wasn't a lawyer. So that was a bit of a rotting slip, but I think the only one. I absolutely loved Blackie's line, uh, So Was Goliath. It encapsulates what really made the character of Boston Blackie work, as well as so many other characters in the uh, pulp and comic book tradition of the first five or six decades of the 20th century. During that time, there were a succession of real-life villains, people who had power and connections and were willing to use that to, to take advantage of ordinary citizens. 
Whether it was a corrupt slum lord or people mismanaging orphanages or just racketeers, these villains really served as an inspiration for uh, writers uh, throughout the first several decades of the uh, 20th century. And the idea that these are big and these are powerful, but let's get the right hero up against them and they'll make him a small man just as Blackie did here. Well, that's all for now. Join us back here next time for another episode of Public Domain Video Theater. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. And if you like these videos, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.